when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Imri, the host of The Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone that checked out last week's episodes with Ajoma Oluo. If you haven't listened to those episodes, please, please, please do circle back and catch up. They are fantastic. She is so fascinating and so interesting. So please do go back if you haven't checked it out. But thank you to everyone that has and to everyone that left a review. Thank you so much. This week, I am joined by Toby Oradine. Toby is the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Black Ballad, which is a subscription lifestyle magazine written by and for Black British women. Toby and her co-founder, Bola Owani, were named as Forbes 30 Under 30 this year. Just hold on a minute. Can we get a round of applause? Toby is also a freelance journalist and her work has appeared in BuzzFeed, The Pool and The Debrief, just to name a few. In today's episode, Toby opens up about why Black Ballad became a subscription-based site and how she handled the results of her market research that told her not to do that. We talked about her reluctance to be an entrepreneur and building a successful culture that gets people invested and finally all of those wanting to quit and shut it down moments. What you'll take away from this episode is how much it takes to run a business and the physical and financial sacrifices you have to make when you don't have investors. You'll learn why it's essential that you do almost all of the jobs in your business to build your humility. Listen, it's one of my favorites so far. Check it out and enjoy. What was the period of time between knowing that you wanted to do it and then ultimately doing it? And did you speak to readers and members prior to launching the crowdfund to see if it was something that they were going to do? Did you do like the research, the market research? Yeah. So to speak? And everyone said they won't pay for content. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> and the people that said it are members. Hey, well, look at that. <laughs> um, we, when we decided to do the crowdfund, I sent out a message and said that Black Ballad is going on hiatus. Um, one, I was mentally drained of not having no income from Black Ballad mm. and constantly working for something that wasn't producing any sort of reward. Um, and even now, I don't take an income from Black Ballad, but it's starting to be self-sustainable. Yeah. And that doing that for like doing that for like um, I think I was like a year and a half at that point. It was just so mentally draining. And 
I just said that, you know what, I need to take some time off. Um, so what happened was I went on holiday to Barcelona. Nice. Um, you know, and I'm, I, I didn't talk about it about one bit when I was on holiday and we had made the decision, I think beforehand that we was going to do a crowdfund and we we're going to do an event to launch it. And then when we came back, we had about a month to get everything ready. Um, because I work, I work best under pressure. Um, same. So Sadly. yeah, it's really sad. Um, but, um, yeah, so I went away had everything mentally prepared I think on holiday it was like it, it felt like do or die like I made that decision that like if it fails Black Ballad's gone and if it succeeds well yeah and everyone has said they would never pay for content they would never pay for content however what a lot of people did say was they couldn't imagine life without Black, without Black Ballad oh that's nice and they was like and when I was the people that were saying they couldn't they wouldn't want to pay for content the way they spoke about Black Ballad it was just so deep so I was like, you're saying one thing, but you're saying something else. Yeah. And I was like, if it was put to the test and like, because we couldn't exist, would you come out for it really? And it was like, well, let's just see, because there was no way we could have carried on Black Ballad for free. There was, we weren't paying writers. Yeah. We, you know, it was just draining every single penny. It's it still, you know, we still do put our own money into it. Yeah. Um, But but it's it's easier when you see the resource that money coming from other places it's easier that you know it feels like a proper business also being able to say last year we generated ten thousand pounds from our business that feels like an accomplishment yeah like so many people have ceo in their twitter bio tell me what money you've made (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean i mean i definitely made it then i lost it no but no but you know know what i'm saying but you've made it like so like and also it was a confidence thing for me as a as as a writer and as a journalist and as an editor and as someone that wanted as a reluctant entrepreneur yeah um it was like okay i have a business but what has my business actually generated like what has it actually done yeah, like is, what what makes this a business and not yeah. a hobby right and so like so now the fact that we, we, you know, we succeeded with the crowdfund and we made that money and every month we make some, we, 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 we make money. Yeah. It, it helps me take it more seriously. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's kind of like having many investors. I can imagine that. Yeah. Like, these that will hold are, you accountable. Yeah, but. They're expecting <laughs> things. Um, they're expecting things from you when you are generating money from them directly because that and it makes them invested in the platform more i guess yeah so they're more willing to see it succeed they're more willing yep. to take it seriously share the articles talk about it tell their friends because they need it to grow in order for yeah that's it's that's i guess that's the beauty of a crowdfund in the first place is that people get invested in what it is yeah. that they are putting their money into and it's nice when you have a subscription-based service that is like that because i imagine like for me i'm not as invested in netflix like i would be pissed if netflix disappeared like i would be upset however i'll get over it like i i guess i'll just move on mm. i'll find another subs- another service or i'll yeah. just do what i already did before netflix existed but like knowing that you have a a business and it, what's built into your model is the fact that these people are investing in the content the people behind the content and the writers and you're investing in the writers like they're investing in like a whole 
like the culture essentially that you've built for Black Ballad, which existed prior to the crowdfunding, prior to them becoming members, yeah. they see that. So that's a beautiful thing. So well done. Thank and you. And congratulations on oh, thank you. killing it in the game. Thank you. Honestly, goals, I need to figure out how. Oh, I don't know if I'll go that far, but it's, it's, it's all right. It's <laughs> you're, doing better than, you're doing better than me already. So no, cool. no, no, no. Come on. We, we do, there's a lot that we do well. Um, and I do fall into comparison traps sometimes not just with you but like in general like I think it's easy to compare yourself yeah. to other platforms that seem to be doing like exceptionally oh, yeah. well oh yeah. my god like it seems like everyone's just being flushed with money and I'm just like where's ours um but now we are generating um, yeah it's monthly but I don't receive it until like 90 days or something stupid but I know that the show is now making money yeah ever since we and I think for us we definitely had to go through a really massive learning process where we had to really assess like how much money how much more money can we sink into this thing without it coming back um and that kind of sitting down and having that moment of realization like i can't afford it can you um really puts things into perspective about what you value and what content you want to be creating uh the kinds of people you want to be doing it with the kind of platform you want to build because ultimately when you're investing that level of your own finance it has to be the thing that you want and I don't think most people going into a bit, some people want to go into business or become entrepreneurs simply because they think everyone's going to be an entrepreneur. And I don't think everyone is built to be an entrepreneur. No, I, I, I don't, you know, I always say I was a reluctant entrepreneur. Yeah. I never, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like, it chose you. Yeah. Like, no, honestly, like um, my, one, my friend, Florence at the podium, she runs MDM Flow. Yeah, I know Florence. She's what great. people don't know is that me and Florence have been friends for at least 10 years we Damn. went to college together i was the year above her and we just became really good friends we've been on holiday together before this and she always used to say to me i'm gonna run my own um cosmetic company oh okay girl she was like i'm not working she for knew. anyone she knew florence was born to be an entrepreneur she knew she loves reading the stuff like you know she, she like when she's talking about it, she loves being around that business environment as well as being in the lab formulating and being creative yeah and she used to say, you should run your own publication and I'll write your beauty pages for it. And I was like, I don't want to run my own publication. And I remember, I can actually remember exactly where we were in my bedroom when she <laughs> said that. And I was never, ever wanted to be an entrepreneur. But I fell into it and I'm glad I have. Um, but I think one thing I've realised is being a reluctant entrepreneur, there's not the romance of being an entrepreneur. Like, it's a very real thing like I don't have like visions of you know I don't know sitting in front of like you know a group of 50 employees and you know (laughs) I'm trying to get that vision like I look at SON's HQ one day being in the shard just because you, Shard, it? <laughs> you, you know and like and like telling people about my success story you know I'm a journalist first and foremost and the content is the foundation of Black Ballad so f- for me I have to be doing the grant, like the, the 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 dog's body work that nobody else wants to do as well, because yeah. that's how I came into it. I came into it as a writer and I had to learn about business and I had to learn, you know, how to write a business plan. I had to learn those things. I'm very blessed that, you know, the person that's my co-founder is happy to take on more of that responsibility than me. Yeah. Um, but I think that has been the blessing of being a reluctant entrepreneur. There's no romance with it for me. Like I have to know every single bit of the business i have to be doing the dirty work like i write at least once a week 
the newsletters. So, Girl, you know, I'm work. So, you know, I'm writing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't believe that like everyone else should be writing and I shouldn't be like, I will be doing, you know, I will share the social media platforms, like all the jobs that nobody else wants to do. I want to do because Black Ballad's my baby. Like I have to have done it before anyone else could have done it. Do you know what I mean? You actually want to do these things. Like you want to, or you need to. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. A bit of both, because I think the the closer I am to the contact of the people that are members and readers, mm. the the better our business will be and the more authentic it will stay. I think when you have that distance, actually, I think sometimes that can be detrimental to the person who's like leading this like business. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as I said, like I always say to people, there's no job that nobody, there's no job in Black Ballad that's not been done by me. Like, that's true. I've done honestly everything as well i think we've come up in the same way because i was a very reluctant entrepreneur do you know what i mean like even at an event i'm the one who's going to be cleaning up the drinks like same do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you have to humble like and i think that's one thing it's been a you have to humble yourself as an entrepreneur like you are the person that's pouring the drinks you're the person that is cleaning up at the end of the night you're the person that you know you're proofreading you're doing every little bit that people don't even think you're doing and i think sometimes when i do hear people talking about entrepreneurship i don't hear them talking about the small things yeah and i think today yeah you've got to grow admin that you have to do because you know honestly when it's your business unless you're coming out the gate earning like bank someone is doing all those things like having a consistent social media presence is difficult it's hard like if you already struggle with it personally imagine then you're doing you've got your personal account because you need to grow your brand and there's a real possibility that your personal brand your personal account has more going on for you so you're gonna have to push your content through that channel until your channel can sustain itself and knowing just how to communicate with people do you know who you're even speaking to doing the work to profile the person who's reading your content i don't know well, that's not good enough. You can't launch a business and you don't know who you're talking to, who your customer yeah. is and knowing what they want. Because I think a lot of people, I mean, what is great about entrepreneurship is that usually you have a problem that you're trying to solve for yourself. Of course. So ultimately your first customer is you. you. Yep. So you're kind of building that out, but then you need to find more use because it's really just like a personal journal. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> until someone else comes and visits or pays for it. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It, I, yeah, I'm definitely reluctant. I was asked to run this company and I mean, I definitely was resentful of it for a very long time. Like, why am I in this position? This is really hard. Yep. I don't like this. But then I'm also addicted to growth. Like I'm addicted to that feeling of I'm growing something. This is something me. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Meaningful. Mm. People will miss this if it is gone. Yeah. Um, no, I've worked too hard for me to give up now. Like it doesn't, I quit. I, I have these like 24 hour quits where I'm just like, I'm done. I ain't doing this no more. I ain't doing it. And then like the next day I'll be you on Twitter and I'll just be there doing, doing bits. Like, have you had moments that you just wanted to all out quit? What happened? Oh, oh, um, yes. Yes. There was, um, the moment before we left to go to Barcelona and made the decision to do the crowdfund, it was just getting too tough. And I, I broke down and I just said to my co-founder, who is also my husband, like, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And he was like, okay, like, he was like, you know, let's take a break. Um, So, you know, going on that, that you know, Barcelona saved Black Ballad. Like, literally it did. <laughs> we made a decision before we went and then I went, had a great time, thought about things. And then it was like, okay, you know what? we've come it was like you've we've come so far to quit now yeah like it was like we've come so far like if the crowdfund absolutely bombs then we'll quit but if it doesn't no so that was that was one point the second point actually it's been three points the second point was when our mortgage deposit went into black ballad like we literally just saw the money transfer and and that's another you know and you know that's another thing you know like in this day and age like we both freelance and we had both worked around the clock to keep that balance surviving but to to work freelance jobs that gave us enough money to have a deposit yeah and seeing that just go into your business was kind of a little bit for me it was a little bit devastating um I can't imagine it felt great I mean no it didn't feel great And and I'm very open about that like because that motivates me because I'm like, I've put so much in. I've yeah. put so much of my personal life into it and per- my personal resources. Like I've got to go until like it gets to where it needs to get to, or it's like a blatant, this is never going to work. Yeah. Um. And then I want to say I felt like quitting, but definitely it came close was that before we relaunched, we actually got hacked. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Someone went into the, old existing platform and deleted all our content so it was like 500 articles and they left a message in the system that said silence is golden and it was i remember i rang my mentor and i was in tears i don't think she could understand what i was saying and i literally was like we have no content and it felt it it, it felt like i'd let everybody down because we were transferring all the old articles over as well as the new articles and it was like what were people paying for then although it was new content they were paying for yeah you know they were also paying for that old content and I remember I cried and I cried and I literally cried for like hours and then you know my mentor god bless her um she her name's Ron Keller wow and she works in PR and she was like this is what we'll do you know you you have this moment and you know after that we're going to focus we're going to get your statement out you explain what happened yeah and that was that was a devastating moment but you know after the cry 
I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not willing to give up. I'm not going to be silenced. Um, and then I found out that our new developers had saved all our old content, oh, which was wonderful. pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh God. But definitely um, before, so last year, August, I felt like quitting when it was like, there's no income, what are we going to do? Yeah. And definitely when we saw all the mortgage money go into the account, I literally was like, don't know if it was like quitting, but I was like, is, is this worth it? Yeah, that kind of second guessing. Yeah, that yeah. You're investing it all. Like Yeah. I think I felt that exact same way when it was now. It wasn't just my money. We my friends and family had put been investors, in. yeah. Yeah, and that was rough. Like there was like two weeks before the festival where it was like, Is this gonna happen? And my sister came through in the pinch and I was like, one, I've never asked my sisters for anything yeah and even then i didn't even ask she offered and i was like yo you're putting all you're putting all in so i can't i like even when i wanted to even when it was hard i was like i can't, can't give wait. up because this isn't just me now like i've managed for my fa- i don't know like it's not that my family's never believed in me because they clearly have but i didn't know they believed in me like that to like put their money where their mouth is like that and so that was kind of eye-opening to realize like there's more support in this than i thought yeah um and there's more belief yeah and they believe that i can do this they see something in this that if they didn't have it they wouldn't have given it so there is something very freeing in that but I can't even begin to imagine feeling like there's been moments where we've lost audio. Like, oh God, that like almost happened with this week's episode. If it was like, I can't find it. And I'm like, boy, you better oh, wow. listen. I mean, we have more than enough, but this was like someone I had been book- booked for ages and really was looking forward to. So I was like, please do not, don't play with me. Like, cause it would be really awkward if I have to call her back and be like, please, can we redo it? Cause it's just not that kind of person. So I was like, okay. I can't imagine what it must have been like to feel like you have lost all of that work. Just, I guess that what it forces you to do is put processes in place to... Yes, it forces, like we... Almost like in a paranoia. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what it did actually? Everybody said, our development team, everyone said, are they really worth the money though? When we said we were going with this development team, everyone was like, are they really worth the money? Are we really worth the money? Because we upgraded from our old development team. And like when we lost the content, we rang our old development team and they basically brushed us off and we were still paying them at that point. And they was like, wow, mm. really? There was, there was horrible to work with. It was absolutely awful to work with. I would never recommend them. And the fact that they didn't even tell us they was backed up. They just went and did it. They went into the other side. They took all the content, they backed it up. And I was like, yeah, like, of course we was gonna do that. that's the first that they was like that's the first thing we did and i remember bola saying like they were worth every penny they are worth every penny like and that and, and and if we had listened to everybody else we would never have gone with them yeah but they they do such an amazing job for us um they're called clock by the way um they do such an amazing job for us and they're so committed um that you know it reaffirmed that we have made the right choice and yeah. we have people who think about these things so we don't have to absolutely i think that's the sign that you're investing in the right things is that yeah the person or people that you're bringing into your team even if they're 
like a remote team, they should, you shouldn't have to think too hard about what they're doing. You need to be able to one, trust them, trust that they know what they're doing, provide enough instructions that they can go off and do it autonomously. And like, you don't really have to think about it until something goes drastically wrong. And then you're like, what the hell? And even when it went drastically wrong, they were, they had it covered. And like Black Ballad, you know, there's a tech aspect, um, you know, the creative aspect and the business side and Bola, you know, Bola's more of the business and I'm definitely more of the creative, mm-hmm. but the tech aspects, they're just, they're skills we don't have. And I think if you're going to be a good entrepreneur, you need to assess where you don't have the great skills and you need to go out and get those skills and employ those skills. So we was like, we're going to invest in our tech because they're just the skills we don't have. And thank God we did because yeah. literally Bola and I don't have to think about the tech aspect of Black Ballad. If we have a problem, we ring them in a flash, it's sorted. And I think, you know, that's one lesson I've definitely learned on this journey. If you don't, there's no shame in not having every single skill required for your business. The shame comes when you don't want to go out and get somebody who can fill that skill set that you don't have. Right. So how does, because I agree with that. I do not know how to do anything audio related. Funnily enough, this is a fun fact. I'm like, I get called on to talk about podcasting day in, day out, but I cannot record myself. Oh, wow. actually... (laughs) It's actually a travesty and something I probably should not reveal. But here it is. I don't know how to record myself. I don't know how to use this equipment. I have no idea how it works. I know that wires go in, sound comes out, recordings happen. That is all FA. FA's put in nine good months and he's still upskilling and learning. He learned from scratch and he dedicated himself to doing it. So unless you're willing to put in those, and I mean, he was up from like, He'll come home from work at six o'clock and be up till 3 a.m. learning how Jeez. to do audio, buying equipment that he did not know how to use. I, I commend that because I could, it would not be me. Yeah. Like I've done that. I've added that level of commitment to other things that I do, things that I care about, like web development. I actually really like it. So I will spend hours just figuring out how to like code something that I really, really want. Yeah. Um, and I did lessons for that. So I do agree that unless you're one willing to upskill yourself, then you need to find the people that can do it. But for people that are starting out and, you know, we didn't start off with like endless resources to build our businesses. I was working full time. So it was my salary did it um, and launched the company. But when people are starting and they're not, you know, they haven't got that upfront, like little chunk of change to hire like a really nice tech team. Like what, what do they do? What is the, what do you do in that situation? I think, you know, what I did when I was starting with Black Ballad and, you know, I didn't have the resources to pay writers and I needed people. I went to my networks and, um, you know, I started with the most inner network, which were my friends who I admired. And, you know, I asked, I shared my vision with them. I I was very transparent in what I wanted to achieve. And um, some people liked the vision and were willing to put in and help. And like, I'll always say that, you know, the foundation of Black Ballad came from our friends and family, friends that were willing to write, like my best friend. Like she's got no idea about like literally social media, being completely honest, but she took on responsibility of uploading to Facebook because I just didn't have the time to do it. Yeah, You know, and one of my friends or, or like two of my friends, like they did that proofreading because I didn't have time to do it. Um, 
so go to your networks and sometimes you know like collaborate with people like don't be afraid to collaborate with people um you know if they have something that you want and you have something that they want come together and work together um don't feel like you have to do everything so that's what I would say if you've not got resources you know go out to your nearest and dearest you know they will understand more than anyone yeah you know about helping you and you know the internet social media is so powerful look for people at a similar level um to collaborate with so you know like they need your resources just as much as you need your resources that's what i would say that works quite well i think did i I do that i i probably used a combination of those things actually yeah I a lot of our early guests for example are people that we knew friends of friends who were already accomplishing things so a lot of a lot of like mm's early guests were youtubers that were just like i've just started or they've already been building their base and building their audience and yeah we definitely utilized our network to kind of grow the audience and and that helped a lot uh and yeah we utilized a sound engineer who helped fa upskill in the early stages and gave us like really reasonable rates so i definitely can advocate for that using Mm -hmm. the people that you already know especially where web skills are and there's so many web builders that you can actually just drag and drop things like it's actually that simple (laughs) now for like really basic things obviously black ballad is a lot more involved but i think also it's worth noting that you don't need to start off where black ballad is today because black ballad didn't start off no it it is today no it did not it started off with something a lot less involved and evolved and grew into something that we now recognize as being of value that people invest in and i think it's really important that people know that from the start like you cannot just start tomorrow and expect those results it takes so much time to build and develop the audience that is then going to turn around and pay you money for whatever it is that you want to do If you can't tell by now, Toby is one of my favorite people. I can't wait for you to hear more from her on Wednesday, where we cover journalism, why she chooses to focus on a niche audience, and more importantly, decision making. You can follow Toby on Twitter and Instagram at I am Toby Oradine. That's I-A-M-T-O-B-I-O-R-E-D-E-I-N. And you can find out more about Black Ballad by visiting blackballad.co.uk. If you like how this podcast is made and you think you can do what I do, then you need to reach out to the Shoutout Network. And to find out more about membership, visit shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. Be sure to follow Wannabe on Twitter and Instagram at wannabepodcast. I love talking to you. So please do tweet me with your thoughts, feedbacks. And also please do submit questions for when Prisca returns next month. No, this month actually, with the topic being building your team, which is funny because that's what we talked about today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes. I love reading those and it's the only thing that gives me joy about doing this podcast. I'm just kidding. I love doing this podcast, but do do leave reviews. To get extended show notes listing the tools and resources we've talked about on this episode, visit wannabepodcast.com. Show notes are updated on Wednesday by the lovely Wadaily. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on Wednesday. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.